Hey, hey, everyone. This is Prashant, and I'll be your host for this section of the Mailman podcast called 321 with Mailman. To quickly talk about the format, the guest will be required to share three ideas or books they live by, two people they look up to, and one productivity trick they find super helpful in their everyday lives. For those of you who are not familiar with Mailman, Mailman is an email plugin that sits on top of your existing email client and delivers your emails in batches at times pre-selected by you. Hence, minimizing distractions, facilitating deep work, and making inbox zero an everyday reality. You can start a free trial at mailmanhq.com. That is M-A-I-L-M-A-N-H-Q.com. You can find the link below in the description. Today, we have Wit with us. Wit is the founder of Bad Unicorn VC, where they launch one bad slash funny startup idea every other Friday. You can get these in your inbox every other Friday, by simply signing up at badunicorn.vc. Wit, we are so excited to have you here. We'd love to hear some opening words from you. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for having me, Prashant. This is uh, this is cool. I like that the format sounds sounds awesome. So excited to dive into it. But uh, I guess more about Bad Unicorn. So kind of what you said. Every other Friday, we launch a funny or bad business idea, and um, we've done that for kind of an approaching a year. So we've dropped twenty one bad products. Um, some are like complete duds. Some get a little bit of success. Uh, some get like website traffic, but no, like, like crazy revenue. It's kind of, kind of like a mixed bag as far as, uh, what these projects look like, but for the most part, they're kind of like fun ideas that we've come up with and we'll build a, a, a minimum viable product based off the idea and try to kind of We'll build for a week and then we'll kind of uh, kind of distribute for a week. So it's going back and forth of just building, distributing, building, distributing. And um, we mostly build like our projects with no code tools, uh, just the sheer speed of like kind of how we're running coding out kind of wouldn't be an option. And then also neither me or Ash, who's my co-founder, like neither of us code. So yeah, yeah. So we build out most of the products and in, in, um, using like an assortment of different no code tools. But uh Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds super interesting. This, this is a very interesting uh, idea that, that you've brought to life, that getting bad or funny startup ideas to life, right? And that's what you're doing. Uh, so I have some questions about it. Uh, number one is like, uh, how, did you start, how did you start executing on this idea? Like, and what was the initial reaction from people when you started doing this, right? Uh, and the mm-hmm. other thing I want to learn is, uh, since you have launched about 21 products till now, do share with us uh, one or two crazy products mm-hmm. and uh, the stories, like how they went and how people reacted. Yeah. We'd love to yeah. learn about it. Yeah, the first question, so um, kind of how it started. Um, I kind of started my maker journey and I wasn't sure kind of like what kind of products I should be building. Like uh, at the time I was like, oh, like B2B SaaS, like that's that's kind of what do I want to do. Like there's some like success in, in Atlanta uh, with like B2B SaaS. And so I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. And I didn't know that was like my playbook or even like my personality type. And so anyways, I was like, tried out to build some products. Um, eventually tried a bunch, but like didn't know how to build them. Uh, so then I found no code. And then with no code, I tried building out some of these products and, and launching them and kind of like probably most early makers, like, like you kind of hear crickets in the early days. Um, eventually I built something called random pizza, which is a subscription service where, uh, you pay 20 bucks a month and a pizza is just like you hear a knock on your door, you get a phone call and the pizza person's outside and they drop you off two pizzas. And so that was the first product I dropped that had a little bit of traction. 
And so it had signups, had revenue, uh, got to like experiment a little bit with that and, and learn a lot. But from that like product, I was like, I kind of like these like funny, weird, silly projects. Like they're not going to be like a billion dollar company. They're not going to be Uber or anything, but um, they're fun stories. They're they're They resonate with some people. Some people say they're dumb. Some people say, oh, this is like a cute idea. Uh, so just from that, that was kind of a one-off product. Um, probably like maybe the fourth or fifth product I'd launched. And it was the only one that got like any traction. Uh, and so after that, I was like, I built random pizza in a couple days using Webflow, Typeform, Zapier. And um, so I was like, why can't I like do this at a higher frequency and kind of turn this into more of like a product studio where the goal is to like get an audience, like grow an audience, grow a newsletter base. And so that's kind of where Bad Unicorn originated, which is like came a lot from that like random pizza thing where it's like, this is like feasible as far as like how much work needs to be done. It's fun. I'm like learning a ton, like with each product drop, like our, our knowledge of how to build products are, are crazy now. And um, again, they're not the most robust products. They're just, they're simple apps or simple landing pages that, that try to communicate some sort of story. But that's kind of where it sprouted from. And then like the launch was kind of like, Hey, like I'm doing this like silly thing. Like maybe, maybe it won't work. Maybe it will, but I'm going to like launch a new product every other Friday. Um, that's like a funny or bad startup idea. And yeah, the response was good. Like the first, um, like Ash, Ash and I kind of teamed up. Uh, we met in like a makers group, but, um, our first goal was to hit like a thousand email subscribers. And we hit that in the first couple months. Um, and now we're trying to get to like 10,000 email subscribers. Yeah. It was just kind of like a, a normal Twitter launch kind of talking about it and people being like, why, like, what is this? Like, it doesn't make sense, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the way we're like still rolling. There's still people who are like, I don't get it, but um, I don't know. It feels like there's, if we can grow our audience and, and keep building some funny projects, uh, I don't know. I, I, I can see myself yeah. doing this for a long time. Yeah. 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 I get, I get your point. And I feel that this is a great way to build your shipping muscles. Uh, because a lot of beginners struggle with this, that uh, they keep thinking about it, they keep building, but they don't ship, they don't put it out, right? And yeah. this way, the way you're doing it, you're just building something, an interesting idea, maybe a funny or bad thing, like you call it, and mm -hmm. just putting it out there for people to see. It's, yeah. it's a good, very fun way of building your product shipping muscles. And you could probably apply sure. these learnings to actually ship, shipping a real product as well someday. That'll be very helpful. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now jumping over to our actual format of this uh, podcast. Yeah. So uh, my th uh, three to one questions for you. So the number one question that I have for you is, uh, what are the three ideas or books that you live by? Yeah. So books, um, I think. So I actually grabbed the three um, and uh, just kind of have them handy. So Atomic Habits is one. I imagine it's a popular one that's probably mentioned a lot nowadays. It's something I probably read maybe two, two and a half years ago, maybe. And um, it's like, a, it's like an easy reread whenever I feel like I'm not uh, as productive as I want to be. And so just understanding like how, like, like the human mind works and how like you build habits and, and how to like kind of keep things simple uh, that that was a pretty like important one. And um, yeah, kind of one that like, I would just recommend to anyone, like it's good for business. It's good for like personal health. It's good for, there's like, there's nothing wrong. Like no one can, everyone, anyone would benefit from reading that book. Uh, the other one is um, The Alchemist is a book I really love. 
And so this kind of goes away from like the business. It's just like a, I don't know. I kind of like, it's like, like written in parables. Like I kind of like a fictional story of this like hero's journey. And um, yeah, I just like, it's, it's one of the like, type books that I feel like I read early in my maker, like, career and um you kind of realize like you like you read through the story and see this person like go through like these like hardships and and trials and tribulations and uh yeah and it's just like a good story about the hero's journey you can like help understand like where you are in your hero's journey and and like where you're trying to go and it kind of invokes like confidence where it's like yeah like i'm not there yet but like i'm just on my journey and i think that's that's an important one and then lastly uh there's a book called daring greatly by Renee Brown. And it's, uh, it's, uh, she, she, uh, Renee Brown is a shame researcher, which is like an interesting thing to be a researcher on, but it's like, like she understands like vulnerability and shame and, and kind of getting past these, like, I don't know, like these like mind blockers in your head. And, uh, I don't know, it's just an important book as far as understanding, like, it's okay to be like vulnerable. Like it's not like, I mean, most people feel like they have to like hold in like feelings or emotions, but it's actually like better for you, like, and, and more functional for you to like, like kind of understand those and maybe express them in certain situations. But uh, yeah, those are probably my three that I, I love. I loved when I first read them and then like, they're like constant rereads. Right. Yeah. Th- those are three amazing book recommendations that you just shared. And Atomic has been uh, a frequent mention on this podcast sure. itself. A lot of people have mentioned it and the, and I'm sure that a lot of people are already considering or already reading that one. Yeah. Uh, and the yeah. other two as well, like great books. I've read The Alchemist myself. It's a great story. You know, yeah. you, you don't feel like it's something, it's, it's, it's something that's trying to teach you. But if you mm-hmm. just go through the story, you know that, okay, yeah. this, is, this is life, right? And yeah. it, it just goes mm-hmm. like this. So you mm-hmm. eventually come out learning something. So that's a great sure. book, which doesn't try to teach you outright, but eventually you do learn a great many things from it. Yeah. So, it's like one of those like simple like parables where it's like, you just listen to a story, but at the end, you know what the lesson is. So like it's yeah. uh yeah, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool, cool story. Absolutely. And, and stories are so powerful, you know, in that sense that they, they don't directly tell you that, the, okay, this is the thing like atomic habits probably is a different kind of book. It tells you that, okay, this, yeah. this is what it is. And the alchemist is kind of different and it just goes with the flow. So quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my next question for you is, uh, who are the two people that you look up to the most and why? Yeah, this is an interesting, so I was trying to think through this one and, and like, I guess it changes, like given like the point of my like life I'm in, like there was, I've had like people like Tim Ferriss at one point and like, like even like a Gary V phase and, and like Naval as someone who's like constant as like someone to like look up to and, and like get lessons learned from. But uh, I guess recently, just like in like kind of the short term, a couple of people came to mind, which was um, I picked one person who was kind of like a friend, like one of my close friends. And then one person that's kind of a like higher up, like like startup tech person. And one is is KP. Uh, he's he's pretty popular on Twitter. Um, he's he lives in Atlanta with me. He's kind of helped me start my maker's journey. Uh, he's, he's someone who uh, is at on Twitter is this is KP underscore. And he's just like, he's like the most genuine person. Uh, like he's, if you have a conversation with him, you leave the conversation being like, Oh, I can do this or, or like, Oh, like at least KP believes in me. And so that's someone who like, 
I don't know. I want, I want to continue to like try to be more like, and, and I think he's has a good heart for uh, like inspiring people, like invoking confidence and um, yeah, just, and also just a genuinely like great person. Uh, then the other one um, is a guy named Sean Purry and it's his ad is Sean Purry on Twitter. Uh, he's one of the hosts of the my first million podcast, but I've been like, I've been listening to their podcast, him, him and Sam Parr. Um, I've listened to their podcast like crazy recently. And I just like the way Sean's mind works when, when he talks about ideas and he talks about like business. Um, they kind of go deeper into like, the like, like, Oh, here's an idea. Like how do we execute it? Um, and it's very high level, but still cool to kind of hear like how, how, how his brain works. And so, yeah, Sean, Sean and KP are probably two people that I'm just, um, KP more currently where I'm just like, he's just one of my good friends and I get to talk with him every week, every month and uh, catch up. But Sean's someone who I've just been consuming like crazy recently. Yeah, I and I love love that approach. You know, I always feel that uh, you should always have two types of uh, people you look up to. One should be the ones who are closer to you, uh, the ones mm-hmm. you can actually interact with and the ones who are like already up there you know, and they're doing great stuff already, right? So. Uh, I'm For glad sure. that you, uh, the two people you mentioned covered both those areas. Uh, great. Uh, so moving on to my last question for you, what's the number one productivity trick that you find super helpful? Yeah, this was an interesting one too, because what I'm about to say probably isn't like a productivity trick, but it's, to me, it kind of is, which is like a bad unicorn. We do a lot of like positive constraint stuff. And so we set like, uh, we have this like cadence where every other Friday we ship a product and we've made that public to the world. It's on our, it's like our main one-liner. Like we've already said it, I've already said it like three or four times on this podcast where every other Friday we ship a product. And so since we've made this like real positive, like we've made this real constraint, like we said it out loud, we've done it a bunch in the past. So like now it's a habit. Like, so I think, I think just the concept of, picking dates. And, and I don't know, this is if you're making a newsletter, or if you're trying to grow an audience on Twitter, but, but something about like, like setting your like minimum thing and like doing it, uh, like, yeah, I guess, pu- pu- I guess for pu- us, it's it, public accountability, right? Public accountability. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. I guess that's, that's part of it. Even just like pers- like even just personally, like, like if the deadline's approaching and like, we don't have a product for Friday and it's Wednesday night or Thursday night, like, I'm not worried that we're not going to ship a product because we ship one every other Friday. Like, so it's, it's one of those type things where you have to have that mindset where it's like, and, and maybe we ship something that's like crappy or, or bad. And in which case at the end of it on Saturday, I'm like, Oh, I feel bad about this. Like, I'm not going to let this happen again. Um, and so, yeah, there's something around, like, as long as you set your constraint and you stick to your constraint, even when you ship stuff, that's like not up to your like quality. I think, I think that's how you get like the, the winners, like, we've shipped 21 products and like three have been three, four or five have gotten like good traffic, really good response. And like, yeah, I I totally love that one that you shared and no one has mentioned this one yet, but I feel that's really important that uh, making a commitment and making it public that, okay, I'm going to do this and you're going to watch me do this. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. You know, that, that just works wonders for you. And I can relate to it completely because I've done a similar thing uh, uh, about, uh, about two years back, I said to my audience on all social platforms that I'm going to write every day, right? I just said mm-hmm. it out there. I didn't know yeah. how long would I continue it. But as, as of today, I've been writing for more than 1,150 days. 
right? Holy smokes, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's, a, awesome. it's, it's just a result of that, just making it public. I never thought that I would be able to do this, but I made a public commitment that I'm going to ship one block every day in front of you. You know, and like you said, it's, it can be crappy. You, know? you can't write amazing every day, but it can be crappy, but still it's going to be something. And I'm going to put it out there, right? So that, that's an amazing productivity trick. And it really works because you don't want to embarrass yeah. yourself. Uh, you, don't want mm-hmm. to, you don't want to fail yourself. You, you, you want to like, prove yourself right every day. Like way I said, I will ship every day or every other Friday. And I, I'm, I'm just doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And th- that's just a great way. And I, I believe that more people should try doing this. So making public announcement yeah. about something and just following on with that. And, and it's going to take you places, you know. Mm-hmm. You just ride on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's definitely a very good productivity trick. That's not mentioned enough, I believe, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. the last thing I'm going to ask you is uh, if our audience wants to reach out to you in any way and wants to follow you, follow your journey, uh, what would be the best way to do that? Yeah. So I'm on Twitter is the main main platform I'm on, and that is Wit Fourth. So W H I T the number four and then T H is my Twitter app. Uh, and then also we have badunicorn.vc on Twitter. And, uh, yeah. then if you want to subscribe to our newsletter, it's at badunicorn.vc and we drop a, uh, a new funny or bad startup idea every other Friday. And then occasionally we'll try to drop, uh, some content to kind of like teach people if they want to build certain small products, we'll try to teach people how to, uh, how to build these things. Absolutely. And I'll make sure to put all these links in the, uh, in the description below so that our audience can easily find it. Uh, thank Sweet. you so much, Wit, for doing this with us. It was a great time yeah. for me. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a blast. I had a blast, Prashant. Thanks so much.